it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're back halfway through the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. Uh, don't forget to find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube if you want the video stream as well. I want to say thank you one more time to Danny Woodhead for joining us. Uh, really good stuff there from him uh, and some good insight into the recently departed Patriots uh, head coach, Bill Belichick, as well. But honestly, the, the stuff about him and his, his, his high school career and, and his um, you just really appreciate his perspective on the path that's led him to where he is today and, and what his career was. But the other, the other talking about taking a path, you want to get to your journey safely. In order to do that, you got to take your, you got to use your seatbelt. Uh, seatbelts save lives and prevent injuries, but only if it's worn properly. Make it click. The message is from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Obviously, Danny Woodhead arrived at his destination safely as a, as a 10-year vet in the NFL. Uh, so definitely appreciate his time. And obviously, congratulations to him on being named a College Football Hall of Famer. Uh, it is time for the Hurt at Hot Seat. All right. We, uh, we don't have a ton of time for it today because, I don't know, there's a lot going on. But I wanted to make sure we did carve out a little bit of time here um, I do. One of my questions is Saban related, so I want to ask you this one. Hit me with okay. it. Okay. Obviously, there's a lot of things we know Nick Saban is good at that have led him to be successful as a head coach. In your mind, what is Nick Saban's most underrated attribute as a coach? Because hmm. I've got one in mind, and I'm curious what you say. So, okay. Uh, I'm happy that you said in my mind, because in a lot of people's minds, and including Coach Rule, because he said it the other day, uh, his adaptability Mm -hmm. uh, is Saban's best trait. And the reason for that is he's always one step at the curve, and and people try to emulate what Alabama's doing as a program, which is 
kind of the prowess rules trying to get back at Nebraska. For me, since I can't have that be the answer, I would say it's his willingness to hire to his weaknesses. Mm. Um, and so the reason I, I bring that up is, and, you know, it's kind of a part of the coaching carousel that we went through in the opening segment when I brought up Lane Kiffin's name. Like, those two guys were polar opposites from one another. Personality-wise, yeah. yeah. Like, Lane Kiffin's outspoken. He's brash. Uh, he's a great offensive mind, but he's just completely different than the buttoned-up Nick Saban. But Saban's willingness to hire somebody that he noticed – like, yes, it's vital to have people that, you know, have similar core beliefs as you, but he noticed that Kiffin's attributes were uh, imperative to success, extremely useful for the team to have a variety of strengths and weaknesses. So I like just how he builds not only his coaching staff, but his roster. And mm-hmm. I think he does a lot of a lot of the two the same way and he's not afraid to go off the beaten path to fill a void that he thinks needs to be filled even if it doesn't align with how he carries himself with the, with the culture um well I guess they they still are a part of the same culture but just like the personalities are just different and I I like that he finds a way to marry the two I feel like he doesn't let the outer wrapping take away from what the substance and core of a person is right like the outer wrapping of Lane Kiffin is very different than the outer wrapping of Nick Saban but I think at their core they're probably a lot more similar his ability to look past that is really impressive your answer is similar to mine mine is his ability to identify uh, assistant coaching talent. His, because like, that's a huge part. The number of coordinators that he's had leave and go on to other jobs, we saw, you know, we mentioned the downfall, quote unquote, of Dabo Sweeney. It started when his coordinators started getting head coaching jobs and he started having trouble filling those roles. That's something that Saban's been dealing with for almost his entire career, but especially in the last decade at Bama, his coaches were getting picked off left and right to go get head coaching jobs at other places. And his ability to identify and replace those guys without missing a beat because of one of the the attributes that you talked about, which certainly helped in that ability – I mean, just listen to some of these names. We know about the Kirby Smarts, the Lane Kiffins. Um, I think people sometimes forget, I mean, Jimbo Fisher comes from the Nick Saban tree at LSU. Uh, You've got Steve Sarkeesian, Dan Lanning, obviously. But even guys like Brian Dable coached under Bill Belichick, Jason Garrett, Dan Quinn. So not just college guys, NFL guys. Kurt Signetti, who had that great run at James Madison, now at Indiana. The names and the list goes on and on and on. You're talking about, you want to go back a little bit farther. Mark D'Antonio was a Nick Saban guy originally. He had that great run at Michigan State. The names on this list of guys that coached under uh, the, under Nick Saban that ended up being head coach, I mean, go, like even like an Adam Gase who had a, a couple runs in the NFL as a head coach. Mario Cristobal, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, Billy Napier, Mike Loxley, Mel Tucker, like on and on and on. Freddie Kitchens, NFL head coach. Joe Judge, NFL head coach. The list is never end. Charles Huff, who we really like at Marshall as a head coach. The list goes on and on. His ability to find and hire high-level assistant coaches 
and then be able to replace them over and over and over again without missing a beat is unbelievable. I don't think people appreciate how hard that is to do consistently well. Uh, so that that is my uh, most underrated attribute of Coach Saban. Before we continue, Shane, can you pull up breaking news music for me? Oh, gosh. Is there more? There's – oh, my – is there really? Come on, Shane. I don't know if uh, I need you here. I don't know where it's at. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this just in. Uh-oh. Jamal Banks is a Nebraska Cornhusker. Let's go. Jamal Banks Let's has go. committed, and uh, he will be playing football at the University of Nebraska next season. That's per his Instagram. That's and I uh, was avidly fact-checking, as Ravi and I said we <laughs> both had to do uh, a ton of yesterday. Because with all these blue check marks now, who knows what's real and what's not. But uh, per Jamal Banks' Instagram, he is a Husker. Should Which I, is a huge, huge addition that's to an that enormous room. get. Should I be playing this instead? Well, no, because that's NFL draft. <laughs> he's not going to the draft. He's coming to the. Oh. He's coming to Lincoln. Uh, but I do love that music because that gets me. Oh, uh, I just feeling I'm good for number re- one pick, Chicago Bear territory. Getting ready for the. Oh, I love the draft. Um, all right, terrific news. Great breaking news there. We'll, and talk, we'll talk to with Michael Brunts about that at nine o'clock. But you had a question for me. Yes. Okay. So. This is – it's perfect because I sat in my bed last night for five minutes trying to phrase this question so Robbie could not pick Washington. Um, Love me some Kalen DeBoer. <laughs> my question to you is this, Robbie. Okay, you are in the transfer portal. Okay. Okay, you're, you're, you're a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and you are, are looking to win a national title. Okay. Okay. For some reason, you get to pick – I don't know why if you pulled number one out of the hat, but you get to choose the school you want to go to before anybody else – all quarterback spots are available. Well, it's because I got okay. a cannon. People want me. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they want you bad. What school are you choosing that's going to win the national championship next year? And here is okay. the contingency okay. on this. Okay? All right. You have to choose one of the 12 teams that are currently predicted uh, to win the national title with the, with the best odds. Okay, okay? Run, run, run down so the list So the teams are quick. Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Texas, Michigan, Oregon, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State, Clemson, Penn State, Notre Dame. Those are the 12 teams you can choose from. Ooh. You're winning a national championship at one of those 12 schools. Who are you picking? So am I saying who I think will win the national championship? Well, yeah, because you're going to that school with, to win the national with championship. With me at quarterback. Well, you're the number one quarterback <laughs> in all of football. Yep. Like I said, with me at quarterback. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, you have to choose the team that's going to win the national championship because – you're on that team to lead them there. You know, I I really have – Choose their pieces around, yeah. who their coach well, is. So, I think – you said Ole Miss was one of them, right? Ole Miss is one. I think I'm going to go Ole Miss because, A, they have done a crazy good job recruiting and in the transfer portal this year. So, the talent is going to be primo on uh, in, uh, in Oxford, Mississippi this year. And secondly, I love Lane Kiffin. Uh, we, he came to the College World Series a couple years ago when Ole Miss was here. I got my picture with him. I was so happy. He is um, one of my favorite uh, coaches in college football outside of Kalen DeBoer, of course. Uh, but I'm a big Lane Kiffin guy and want to hang out with his dog, Juice. Got to hang out with Juice Kiffin. Mm-hmm. But, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a big Lane Kiffin fan. I think Ole Miss is going to be really good. This is my commitment to the reps. 
So, um, you'd probably think I'd pick Oregon out of these teams. Oregon was not up there. going to. Yeah. I'm going to pick Notre Dame. I, um, I kind of like the reason Marcus I want to pick Freeman. Notre Dame is, like, if I was playing NCAA football and if uh, I was given, like, five teams to choose from and Nebraska wasn't one of them, if Notre Dame was one of the five, I'd probably choose them just to be a part of greatness again, play with Marcus Freeman. I, I think that would be really fun. I'm a little bougie. You know I like those gold helmets. We got Brian Edwards coming up next.